This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-547-6533. 800-547-6533. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-547-6533. 800-547-6533. 800-547-6533. Small Biz America. And welcome back to Small Biz America on the Biz Talk Radio Network. David Wolf with you. Hope you're having a splendid week in your own businesses. That's plural. There's a lot of you out there. I know that. I want to remind you that we have a podcast production company. In addition to the other things we do, and for more information about how you can leverage the power of your own branded podcast for content marketing, go to www.podcastandradio.com for more information. That's podcastandradio.com. Today's show, we've got uh, Stand Up, sorry, that's Stand Out and Be Heard with Doug Foresta. Doug, as you know, does a weekly segment on thought leadership, interviewing some fascinating people who are uh, really being heard in that space uh, in their particular uh, genres of business, Stand Out and Be Heard with Doug Foresta. Gabe Arnold will join us again for a repeat on the Small Biz Brain. And up first, Hillary Corna is the former senior executive officer and Kazan, I hope I'm saying this right, Hillary, Kazan leader for Toyota Motor Asia, Asia Pacific, he said. Um, today, she is an extraordinary entrepreneur, author, screenwriter, producer, founder of Dare Yourself Movement with a mission to cultivate a daring community of leaders that are prepared for the 21st century. I've watched the videos. I've been to her website. I've heard her speak. She is inspiring leadership in everyone she touches worldwide. Hillary, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, sir. You are welcome. And for you, it's David, please. So tell us the story, Hillary. You you get out of college and you suddenly decide to go abroad and find yourself 
in quotes, right, while working for Toyota. Tell us the story. What happened? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for having me and sharing this. Um, you know, part of the impetus for me to get into this space and share the story was because when I was in college, there weren't a lot of females in business. And um, and uh, hopefully my story shares a bit of inspiration for others to get involved. And, yeah. you know, when I was graduating university, I was very adamant. I was a, uh, an international business major, and I'd studied Japanese. And I come from a single-parent family home of five children, um, not before I could talk uh, in a car accident. And um, as a Hillary, young I'm sorry, child, we, we, you dropped out for just a yeah. second there, at least in my queue, uh, and, and I, I missed that the, the peak of that last sentence. Something think, happened to you. Say that again, please. Absolutely. So I come from a single-parent family of five children, and um, neither of my parents went to school, and I actually lost my father before I could even talk uh, to a car mm. accident. Wow. And um, so as a child, I was always very, very self-reliant, very independent, very curious. Um, unfortunately, I was able to work really hard, meet the right people, and relentlessly pursue opportunities. And so when I graduated university and I'd studied Japanese for four years, I very much wanted to get concrete business experience abroad. And everyone told me, you know, you have to wait. you got to work your way up in a company. You have to um, wait until someone can tell you if and when you can. And meanwhile, um, I had studied in Japan when I was in university. And so um, that opportunity led to an offer to intern in Japan, mm. that of which I turned down because of my boyfriend at the time. So yep. Yep. Um, it's amazing how life works. But eventually <laughs> I graduated yeah. university and I thought, if ever I'm going to get abroad, I'm going to go now. So I bought a one-way ticket. I gave myself a budget of about $2,000 cash. And I said, if I don't get a job abroad, I'll just come home. But I had to try. And then within six weeks, I had five. This one was from Toyota Motor Asia Pacific. Out of wow. Wow. What did that work look like at Toyota? What kind of activities were you involved with? Yeah. So it is the type of position that's never, like, written on paper. Um uh, my official title was Senior Executive Officer. Internally, the word we would use is called Kaizen Leader. Kaizen in Japanese means change for the better. So if you Google Kaizen, there are endless books written about it. Um, in the States, we call it continuous improvement. So a yeah. lot of companies here in the West try to copy the methodologies of Toyota, which have made it so famous on the manufacturing side of the business. Yes. Well, about 15 years ago, Toyota thought to itself, well, if these have made us so famous on the manufacturing side of the business in terms of quality and efficiency, then why can't we take these same concepts of Kaizen, some of which I'm sure your uh, listeners have heard, whether it's Kanban system or Six Sigma, just-in-time, lean manufacturing. This is yeah. all-encompassing under the word Kaizen. And so the company said, if, uh, if, these are things that are happening in the manufacturing plant. Why can't we do these same things in our dealerships? Why can't we apply from sales into, I'm sorry, from service into sales? And sure. that's where our role came about. So on the outside in America, we would call this like a consultant, an internal consultant. But Toyota would never, ever in their right mind use this word. Um, there's a whole division within the company that multi, multi millions of dollars put aside to these people who go into the dealerships and do Kaizen on a regular basis. And the premise of it is to be ahead of the uh, competitors. So you're instead of a company, you know, coasting, doing well, 
maintaining the market, and then something bad happens and they freak out yeah. and they have to fix something. Yeah. Toyota's belief is that if you're constantly improving small by piece by small piece, over time you're going to be ahead of your competitors. Yeah, exactly, and, and avoid so that sort of very, shock reactive condition. Yeah, go ahead, sorry. Exactly. It's preventative instead of reactive, which, right. you know, I think is representative of a lot of things in society today. <laughs> and so oh, yeah. uh, that's full-time employees, and there was a very select few people in the company that did this kind of work. Um, and we would go into the dealerships. As an example, in the Philippines, which was my first project, we did – a project that took a year and a half improving the on-time delivery rate. So if you imagine, like, okay, so in the States, I'm sure you've been to a car dealership. How long did you wait for your car? Sure. I guess it can take weeks sometimes. Isn't that true? Well, it, well, you are obviously high class in ordering a custom car. But hypothetically, you can drive a car off the lot, right? If you if they right. have what you want, you can have the car right. within a day. Yeah, well, if it's the there on the lot. Yeah. That time, hmm. Yeah. In the Philippines at that time, the average lead time to get a car was 12 days. So what would you do if you had to wait 12 days? You'd go to another dealer, right? And so we were able to quantify that operationally into the amount of dollars being lost by the dealership, one dealership, into almost half a million a year. And, well, you can imagine if you're the owner of the dealership and you found this out, you'd be quite, you know, perturbed. So, um that was the project. We were able to reduce that down from 12 days to half a day uh, in about a year and a half. And then that was essentially our role. So we do these pilot projects as a trial. And then if it worked, we would expand across the whole dealer network within that country. And if it worked in the country, we would bring best practices to other countries within the region. Love it. So it was an international project in terms of dealerships you were dealing with and uh, really applying KZN across uh the, the, the system of Toyota, but on the retail side, uh, repurposing this IP or this, this, this knowledge capital uh, called Kaizen to uh, increase efficiency and profitability yeah. on the, re, on the uh, dealership yeah, exactly. side. This is so cool. And, and so a lot of what I want to talk about today and with the remainder of this segment and as well is, is your concept of leadership and how you like to talk and frame leadership out. Of course, the first daring move you took uh, after having studied Japanese to just plunge into a new culture. I mean, I've got about a minute and a half for this segment. Tell us a little bit about like what that looked like emotionally. And I guess you were dealing in Japanese entirely, right? Well, fortunately, I had had the experience studying in Japan and growing up as a child. Part of the influence was from my grandmother and my mother having lived there. So I had doses of the culture. Oh, okay. And coming into the Japanese company, even though they were Toyota, they were doing business in Singapore, which is a first-world English-speaking Western society. Yeah. So that's why I had such an advantage, because I didn't need to speak Japanese all the time. They actually preferred I spoke English. But the Japanese language uh, proficiency allowed me to interact with the bigger bosses when it was the most important. So it was more of the culture. Um, as far as the concept of leadership, I think this is what, you know, was one of the biggest impetus for me to write this book was that I learned this benchmark of leadership styles from this Eastern philosophy within Toyota of how you treat mm -hmm. people and mm -hmm. the long-term impact of their success. And um, it's unlike anything else in the States. That's why I could never work for anyone else because of the way they treat people. And it's, 
it's really unparalleled to any other company here. So fascinating, Hillary. Hillary Corna is our yeah. guest. We'll have more with Hillary. The, her website, by the way, is www.hillary with one L. So it's H-I-L-A-R-Y, Corna, C-O-R-N-A.com. You can find out more about Hillary and the work she's doing. Also, her latest title, she's an author, One White Face. We're going to find out more about the book and what's inside of the book as well. Uh, after we uh, close out this segment and uh, we're back with Hillary after the break, I want to remind folks, if you're interested in podcasting for your own content marketing or even having a nationally syndicated show of your own as a platform for your business, visit us at www.podcastandradio.com. Uh, once again, we'll have Doug Foresta coming up uh, in segment three today with uh, a new thought leader for the week. Uh, exciting stuff. And more with Hillary when we come back. Don't go away. David Wolf with you. Small Biz America, Biz Talk Radio Network. We'll be right back. There's more than one way to invest in your education. Investing in the right products, securities, and real estate generates secure and sound futures. What about an investment that retains its value? Consider college real estate. College real estate can provide housing for students and generate returns for their families. Through this special offer from Austin iLabs, you can download the free workbook from collegerealestate.com to see if this investment is right for you. Go to collegerealestate.com slash radio. National Funding Group has just released $100 million in easy access small business funding to businesses that gross at least $100,000 a year. You can have fast access up to $500,000 in new business capital in as little as 48 hours. Think about the ways you could grow your business if you had up to a half a million dollar cash infusion. Call a NFG funding expert now. The process is easy. It only takes about five minutes. Then our management-owned lending team looks at your application for a fast approval. You can get 100% funded in about two days. If you need up to $500,000 in working capital to run your business and you gross at least $100,000 a year, call NFG and apply today. 800-296-1564. 800-296-1564. That's 800-296-1564. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-425-1023. That's 800-425-1023. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. 
Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1769. 855-325-1769. That's 855-325-1769. Any home or business can quickly become infested with mold with the introduction of a water source, like a roof or plumbing leak. When your home, your belongings, or your business becomes damaged, it's not just about cleaning up the mess. It's about reclaiming your life, and that's why you need to call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. A licensed, fully insured, affordable, non-invasive solution to solving any water and mold problems. Our team of trained specialists are available with 24-7 emergency service. We will quickly evaluate your problem and give you a plan that will guarantee results. Water causes damage and mold can spread throughout your property in as little as 48 to 72 hours and can produce allergens and irritants that have the potential to cause serious health hazards. So don't waste time. Give us a call now. For any water or mold problems, call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. Call 800-432-8430 today for a free estimate. That's 800-432-8430. 800-432-8430. Biz Talk Radio. America. And welcome back. David Wolf with you. Biz Talk Radio Network. We are Small Biz America. I'm with Hillary Corna. She's an amazing speaker, writer, author. Uh, there's Her book is being uh, uh, transformed into a screenplay as well. And she's, of course, a daring. Right, Hillary? Welcome back. Oh, golly. You are too nice. <laughs> well, I've seen you speak, and you are quite daring. What is it about, um, there's something about leadership and daring and bravery and this concept. Talk to us a little bit about the mindset set of a leader from your perspective. And of course, uh, I want to spend some time talking about the book as well. So whatever order seems right to take these, they may be interconnected ideas. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as, I, as we were just touching on in terms of um, lessons learned from Toyota, there's a mentality within the company that's very much long-term versus short-term, which, as you know, in society today is drastically different. You know, at one point we were working on a project in India, and it was failing, and I felt like I wanted to give up and walk away, you know, and save face. Mm-hmm. And my boss said to me, you know, um, whether this project uh, fails or not, Hillary, is not my concern. My concern is whether you learn something from it. Mm. How beautiful. And you don't hear that much. Ever, you know, if in the States you ever hear that from a boss, you probably shouldn't quit, you know. Um, It's a very rare way of uh, managing people, and it's, um, you know, it's more long-term versus short-term benefit. And now into my work, concept of daring yourself, because I believe that the principles are the same. If you look up the word dare, it's fascinating because it literally means um, to have the courage and boldness to try. So it does not ensure success. Everything we do in our life, it's like you go to college to get a job, you get a job to provide for family, you provide for family so that you can have a legacy. It's very right. much outcome-oriented. Right, exactly, and, and uh, somewhat predictable in terms of its ladder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very, very, and it's just a big math equation, right? And so Toyota doesn't teach that way. Toyota believes that in any given moment in time, you should be bold, you should be courage, you should be you should be daring. You should challenge the situation. And um, so I really I've, I've brought these uh, these concepts of Kaizen 
and continuous improvement back into the state um, under this mindset of in your everyday actions, how can we dare ourselves in any given moment of time? So it can be something as, as serious as, you know, starting a new business or moving to a new city, but not really. I find that the most compelling moments are when you're daring in a very awkward, uncomfortable situation. And right now in our society, you know, we, we choose to go online instead of have a conversation in person. We choose to not say hi when you have an inkling to introduce yourself to someone because you're afraid mm-hmm. of something. And I, mm-hmm. I just think that there's a lot of, there should be a call for emotional vulnerability and, and trusting yourself. And I think everyone really wants that, but they're scared of it. And confidence is not built overnight. It's built through this iteration of being daring until you prepare yourself for bigger and better things. You know, no one becomes risky. No one just wakes up and is like, I'm going to be this wonderful person that goes out and does something better for the world. No, it's through small incremental change. It's through Kaizen. It's through continuous improvement. And so I think that this concept can be just applied to everywhere in life and you know, I'm so grateful for the company to have gifted me, it gifted it to me. Today, uh, in your own business, are you no longer with Toyota and now completely yeah. on your own, promoting your books, doing speaking? Do, talk, talk to us a little bit about your business model to get the word out about Kaizen and, and sort of this whole philosophical approach to leadership. Yeah, so today I'm an author, speaker, and consultant. So um, I've worked with Uh, mostly small to medium-sized businesses that are really trying to scale their business and apply Kaizen operations to Mm -hmm. um, their back-of-the-house fulfillment. That's my wheelhouse. I love it. Um, I do not work for Toyota anymore. I say we still, and I like to joke that they brainwashed me, but um, I have spoken at their annual women's recognition luncheon. They sponsored the first year and a half of the book tour. I keep in touch with several of leadership um, in the company throughout uh, throughout the world. So we have a very good rapport, and they support the book. Um, mm. You know, for them, they're 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 an Asian uh, company, right? And so, if you ever study culture in school or outside of school, um, America is an individualistic society, and um, Japan or Asia is very much a collective society. What that means is. We aim for the individual to stand out, to be different, to succeed, and they aim for the collective benefit of a group. So there's actually a saying in Japanese culture that um, the na- if you are the nail that sticks out, you will get hammered down. Now, I'm fully aware neither way is right or wrong, and I think that's the beauty, and that's why I wrote this straight and be very truthful about moments where I was right and could add value um, from the perspective that I offered the company, but then at the same times where my Americanism and my individual individuality kind of hurt uh, the situation in the group. Um, and so yeah. I think that the premise of this book is really to illustrate through storytelling how, how to gauge this um, middle path of, you know, when is it important to stand out and voice your opinion in our society, it's very relevant right now. But then at the same time, I think there's something to be said and learned from being able to back away and say, you know what, I, I don't know enough about this. I'm not an expert in this. And maybe it's better for me to trust the people who are the experts rather than voice my opinion. And I, I think that's mm-hmm. a gray area right now. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it too, well, particularly in the States, many of us have a desire to express ourselves individually and don't think of it in terms of the collective 
consciousness. You know, there there is that, um, and that's part of what you're pointing to. Yeah. You're almost talking about this dance between both. Like you, you, I heard you say neither are right or wrong. It's really about some kind of an integration that seems to make sense based on context, um, your own personal foundation, what your needs are. It's it's this interesting mixture. I'm guessing, right? Do you do you agree with with that yeah, idea? Yeah, you know, and I I think it's an ongoing discussion about widening widening your global perspective to different ways of thinking. So as an example, yeah. one yeah. of the first meetings. I was in a meeting and I thought, oh my gosh, I need to raise my hand. I need to say something. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. I need to, I need to, cl- I need them to know that I'm here, make my, make myself seem valuable, all this stuff. I yep. raised my hand, and said some arbitrary comment about the subject mm. matter, that of which I knew nothing about and probably wasn't backed by any, you know, intelligence. I just said something to say something. After the meeting, I came out. My boss said to me, Hiroyu-san, you know, like, why did you say that? And I was just like, well, this is what I thought. This is why, blah, blah. And I just repeated what I had said in the meeting. And he said, you don't need to say anything. You are new in this position. Why we, why would we expect you to say anything? Mm. So you almost had an inner voice that says, hmm, I need to make sure that my presence is known. It's kind of an e- no. egoic fo- thought form, I guess, on some level. And I don't mean that critically at all. It's, it's No, know. but it is. It's the deepest. You know, and I think in our society yeah. right now, we're... We're, we're um, uh, plummeted with this every single day. Everyone wants to be an ego. Everyone wants to be a brand. Listen, I have a website with my name on it, you know, and we're advised to do that in college. Let me tell you straight, no one advises people in Asia to do that in college, to get a website with your name on it. You know, and I think that there is a moment where, especially in business, you have to put the mission ahead of the individual success. I wasn't thinking about the mission of that mm-hmm. and objective of that meeting at that time. I just yeah. wanted to be heard. Yeah. And it All actually right. caused a little bit of a distraction in the meeting. So I that's when I meet... say the middle path is... Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm running up to a hard break, Hillary. So good to have you on the show. Well, let's do it again. www.hillarycorna.com. After the break, it's Doug Ferrasta. Hillary, thanks so much. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-611-2050. That's 800-611-2050. 800-611-2050. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. 
peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-373-0345. That's 800-373-0345. Again, 800-373-0345. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-1588, Hi, I'm Joan London. If you're worried about your parent or loved one living alone, like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call a place for mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Finding an apartment that was on the courtyard with the view of the trees, the view of the ducks, the stream, the creek, all of that, that was what I needed. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. Here's the number. To speak to a local senior living advisor, call a place for mom at 800-506-0320. That's 800-506-0320. A place for mom is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. To speak to a local senior living advisor, call a place for mom at 800-506-0320. That's 800-506-0320. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-350-3241. 800-350-3241. That's 800-350-3241. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services or by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Talk Radio. It's time to stand out and be heard with Doug Foresta. In this segment, Doug explores what it takes to become a thought leader in your field, featuring leading experts about how they became thought leaders and how you can do it too. And now here's your host, Doug Foresta. 
Hello, this is Doug Foresta. Welcome to another Standout and Be Heard segment. And today, I'm actually going to be talking directly to you about my best advice about what it really takes to stand out and be heard in a noisy world and how do you really become a thought leader. So this is based on my experience working with hundreds of businesses, authors, speakers, coaches who want to in some way claim thought leadership. And what I'm going to share with you is the best advice of what I've learned from from working with them and watching them. First of all, let's define what thought leadership is and isn't. Uh, to me, thought leadership means that you have claimed a space in your field. You are someone that is a go-to expert in your field. You're someone that people look to as a leader on whatever topic it is. But one of the things, I, I did a webinar not too long ago, and it was called Nobody Cares About What You Do. And one of the things that I find is people say, well, if you share content, then you'll be a thought leader. And what I would tell you is that sharing content does not make you a thought leader. And in fact, in some ways, if you share the wrong content, it can actually solidify the idea that you are an also-ran. So let me share with you an example of the difference between content that really establishes thought leadership and content that establishes you as a generic commodity in your field. Let's say that, for example, you are your, your field is, uh, let's say it's weight loss, and you decide that you're going to start a podcast or you're going to do a blog about weight loss. And you do sort of generic content about you know, three ways to lose weight this month, how to get your beach body in quicker time. We've all seen that content, right? We've all seen those ads. We've all seen that stuff. And it's exactly what we'd expect. And putting out a lot of it does not solidify you as a thought leader. In fact, it, what it does is it really ensures that you are, you're seen as just like being just like everyone else. And so when I said about that webinar about nobody cares what you do, Truly, thought leadership isn't just about what you do. It's your point of view about what you do. You really cannot be a thought leader without having a unique and strong point of view. And you can't have great content that really makes you stand out and get heard unless you have a unique point of view. If you think about, you know, I love giving the example of religious leaders, you know, because obviously, like, I think of the example of Jesus. And, and so... You know, one of the things that it wasn't just what Jesus said, but it was his unique point of view about how he went about telling stories, how he went about positioning himself that made him a thought leader. And of course, depending on your religious beliefs, uh, you know, obviously that obviously his his work has had staying power for sure. Right. But let's take a less let's take a, a less religious example and let's go back to that example of fitness and say, Okay, so your unique point of view could be something like that as long as you don't appreciate your health, right? If you appreciate your health, if you don't appreciate your health, it will go away. And if that's your unique point of view is that we, we ignore the things that we don't value and we pay attention to things that we do value, and your unique point of view is I help people really understand why it's important to value their health. Because it is the basis of everything else that you do. And when people say, I don't have time, I have to do other things, there is nothing more important. And if that's your point of view and you go out into the world and you say, there is nothing more important than your health, that is my point of view. I don't care about excuses. I don't care you know, what you say. There is no such thing as too busy. It's like saying you're too busy to breathe. When you go out in the world and you start giving interviews and podcasts and blogs and you keep that unique point of view... What happens is it creates a powerful attraction. 
people look to you and they say, wow, you know, you stand for something. It's not just about you're helping me with weight loss because there's lots of people who could help me with weight loss. And quite frankly, the tips on how to lose weight, we all pretty much know what the tips are and how to lose weight. I mean, there may be more science behind certain things, but at the end of the day, eat, you know, eat less, exercise more, and that's pretty much it. So, you know, eat vegetables, eat healthy, right? So the the unique difference there for you is going out in the world and saying, no excuses, there is no too busy, no such thing. And that will help you get heard above other people because, again, what people are going to flock to you for is your unique point of view. So ask yourself that question, not just what do I do and how can I share content, but what is your unique point of view? You know, my unique point of view uh, people ask me this question all the time. So, Doug, what's if you tell people to share their unique point of view, what is your unique point of view? Mine is that the world needs your voice. It matters. Even if you only reach three people, being a thought leader doesn't have to be about reaching 10 million people or 100 million people. If you reach five other people but you have an influence on their lives, you can be a thought leader in your space. Obviously, we want to reach more than that, but you know that's a start, right? So my, my point of view is that the world needs your voice. It's not, it's not about you should podcast or you should write books. It's you have a responsibility. If there's something that you have inside you and the world needs to hear it, you have a responsibility to share it. And that's where I come from. So ask yourself that question. The other thing that I think is really helpful is coming from a point of view that is counterintuitive. So finding a counterintuitive spin or take on topics will help you to establish thought leadership. What do I mean by this? So for example, if you write a blog about how to lose weight by eating less, well, that isn't really a, you know, that's what we expect, right? We expect to be able to eat eat less and, and then we get away less. That's exactly what we would expect. But what if you wrote a blog about how to eat more and weigh less? That would be counterintuitive and that would be the kind of thing that would get more attention. So you want to think about, you know, what is the most obvious thing that someone would say about my topic? And then what do I have to say that might be different from it? So coming from a counterintuitive spin is another way to really stand out. Now, the, the thing I'll say about that is, the, which goes to my, my third piece, though, is if you're just counterintuitive or you're just sort of taking the opposite attack on something just to do it, it really goes against my my, my last piece of advice for you, and I think is the most important one, which is to speak your truth and your the world as you see it. So if you don't really believe in what you're saying, but you're just doing it as some technique, it's not going to work because people are going to sense that it's not really authentic, that that's not really what you believe. So the other piece that's really important is if you do have a counterintuitive spin on something, by all means, take it. But if you, but it doesn't always have to be about that. It's simply, I think one of the most radical things that we can do as thought leaders is to truly speak our truth and to say what we really believe. Because from a very young age, we are conditioned not to speak our truth, our truth being our perception of the world. And there are so many people who hinder us and want to, you know, it's not that they, it's not that they intend to do it, but from one reason or another, they say that's not really the way it is, or they shut us down. And so it, it really is such a radical thing to be able to, to speak your truth, to say, this is the way I see the world, this is what it looks like to me, and this is what matters to me. There's something incredibly charismatic and magnetic about that, 
And you don't have to do that in a way that's screaming or shouting. You don't have to be an angry person. You don't have to, you don't have to do anything but be yourself. And I know be yourself is so cliche. But what I mean by be yourself is really speak out your truth of what you see and how you see the world. Be yourself is kind of generic. How do I do that, right? How do I not be myself? What does that even mean? What I'm talking about is notice the ways in which you see the world that are unique and different than other people. And sometimes people say to me, well, Doug, I don't know that there's anything that I see. I don't really have any unique take on things. To which I say, that's baloney. Because I, I use the coffee example, which is that you know, if people, I, I don't drink coffee personally, but I know that people who drink coffee are very specific about what they like in their coffee. And if you are someone who drinks coffee, think about that. If somebody just gave you coffee, generic coffee, would you be okay with that, right? You probably like it in a very specific way. I like two sugars. I like cream. I want this. I want that, you know, half and half, whatever it is. So if we're that specific about coffee, I know that you have more unique takes and beliefs in the world than you let on. I think that we don't let ourselves we don't allow ourselves to really know what we know, to feel what we feel, and to speak our truth, not in a way that negates other people, but that plants that flag in the ground. So think about not just what you do when you think about leadership and thought leadership. It's not just about what you do, and it's not about sharing content that anyone else can share. What is your unique take on the on the on this on this topic, right? What is your unique way of seeing the world? And in that, you may find that some of the things that you believe are very counterintuitive. That kind of counterintuitive process is really important to be able to create podcasts and blogs and interesting things. So, that, you know, that's why, for example, you know, I could do a, a podcast about or a webinar about nobody cares what you do, why no one cares what you do. That is sort of counterintuitive, but it really is true to what I believe, which is that people don't care about what we do. They care about how we see the world and that we have the courage to speak our truth. So being a thought leader is not about templates and it's not about imitating other people. It's really having the courage to speak out and speak up. So thanks so much for listening and now more Small Biz America on the BizTalk Radio Network. Are you ready to leave your corporate job behind and be your own boss? Have you ever dreamed of owning a business? Do you have $50,000 or more sitting around in a 401k? If you answered yes, it's time to invest in yourself by buying or starting a business or franchise. IRS code allows you to use money in a 401k to invest in a business with absolutely no penalties or taxes. At Guided Financial, we've helped more than 11,000 entrepreneurs invest $3 billion in retirement assets into the small businesses and franchises of their dreams. So if you've got $50,000 or more in a 401k and you're looking for a way to start a business, call Guidant Financial now for free information and to learn more. Operators are standing by for your call. 800-570-6630. 800-570-6630. That's 800-570-6630. Due to an upturn in the economy, Main Street Business Loans has pre-approved the release of millions of dollars in small business funding. Your business may already be pre-approved to receive up to $250,000. We've sent out millions of pre-approval letters. 
We see the economy growing, and our underwriters believe now is the time to invest in your business so you can grow faster and make more money. And we're prepared to give you up to $250,000 to do it. Your funds can be available in five days. There are no application fees, no annual fees, just quick access to up to $250,000. If your business did not receive your approval letter to get up to $250,000, call Main Street Business Loans Approval Desk now. 800-430-7570 That's 800-430-7570 Are you married? Do you and your husband both have term life insurance? If you both don't, you should. You have a lot to protect. Call now, get a free quote for your husband, and while you're at it, get a quote for yourself too because you both need term life insurance. Call now, 800-915-9658, Rates are at all-time lows. We'll shop over 30 top-rated companies to get you the best possible rates. Term life insurance, it's the perfect way to protect the quality of your family's lifestyle. You and your husband both need term life insurance, so call now for a free quote for the both of you. 800-915-9658-800-915-9658-800-915-9658. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. One quick 10-minute call could help you solve your student loan problems. So call right now. Not available in all states. Payments may vary based on income. 800-685-0129. 800-685-0129. That's 800-685-0129. Here's George Foreman with InventHelp. Hi, I'm George Foreman. Do you have an idea for a new product or invention? People ask me all the time, George, how do I get my idea in front of companies? How do I get a patent? What do I do next? Do you have the same questions? I'll tell you like I'll tell them all. Call my friends at InventHelp. Call InventHelp today for free information. InventHelp has been helping inventors for more than 30 years and has sales offices nationwide. InventHelp can submit your invention to companies who are interested in receiving new ideas. If you have an idea and want to try to patent it and submit it to companies, you should call InventHelp today for free information. Listen, I can't guarantee a company will be interested in your idea, but I believe every inventor deserves the opportunity to step into the ring and take their best shot. Put InventHelp in your corner. To get your free inventor's information, call 1-800-351-1453. That's 1-800-351-1453. Again, 1-800-351-1453. Biz Talk Radio. Small Biz. Small Biz America. The Brave. 
And it's time once again for us to round up the hour on Small Biz America with Gabe Arnold and uh, the Small Biz Brain segment, Tips for Your Small Business. Gabe is the founder of CopywriterToday.net, and they specialize in email marketing automation, sales, marketing, website design, graphics, content generation, a whole host of things for your small business. Gabe, welcome back. Thanks, David. We always have a good time, so thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's just like this regular punctuation to our shows every week. I hope our audience is enjoying them as much as you and I do. You know, after all, it can't be about us, right? So um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so what's happening? It's uh, Wednesday for you and I, Thursday for our listeners in the uh, terrestrial side, and then podcasting out the long tail. Uh, what's going on for you this week? Yeah, so um, something I've been thinking about the last couple of days, and I did a live training on earlier today, that I wanted wow. to share with everybody was um, the this this one kind of principle or law uh, of attraction of marketing. You can kind of put it in any niche that you want that will help you be more successful across the board in business and life, um, in communication. It's it's a little technique that somebody's already done on you today, David. I'm sure, and somebody you know has already done on our listeners today. They just may not be kind of consciously aware of it. So interesting. I figured, I would I would share that, um, and that is it's like it's the law of, of curiosity, and if you um, invoke the law of curiosity, you can control the way people act and behave and how they respond. And I'll, I'll kind of dive dive into that and explain it a little bit more. Um, so, you know, starting you know out today, you and I don't always plan these, and we didn't plan today, and That's so right. I'm sure. If I would have messaged you earlier today and said, "Hey, I have the coolest principle in law that I'm going to teach everybody today," you're 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 going to be so excited when you learn this. I would have piqued your curiosity, and I guarantee you that you would have been thinking about it the rest of the day, or wondering, or be curious. And so, obviously, we show up for the session that we do together here. <clears throat> but if it was something kind of optional or whatever, it could have been prioritized above other things, be, just simply because I kind of piqued your curiosity. Um. Mm. And so where where people can apply this is like when you're copywriting or writing advertising or you're writing an ad or you want to get people's attention, you could say, you know, you'll never believe what will happen if you, you know, if you check out this tool or you're never going to, you know, you're going to be super surprised about what happened to me today. And that's, you know, if you use that as the lead in for your conversation, for your ad copy, for um, you know, what you're talking about, then you're going to pique people's curiosity. Um, a really simple example is like my son, who's almost five, he gets on YouTube on his iPad and he, he researches, he, he looks up this uh, guy called Ryan's toy reviews. And Great. what he loves about it is this kid, you know, his parents buy him these toys, they put them in a box and they do what they call these unboxings. So nobody knows what's inside the box and it's, you know, we're interested and we're curious what's going to come out next and what we're going to open up and, um, you know, what's going to surprise us. And I'm sure everybody can relate to, you know, that birthday party or the Christmas or the holiday where there was presents, you know, wrapped up and they had no idea what was in there. And that just heightens our curiosity and our interest, even though we have no idea what's inside. And so headlines and marketing and conversations and even how people interact with us who know how to, you know, kind of heighten our awareness, our curiosity for what may be coming, are able to control our behavior, you know, in a good way and interact with us and really get our attention. So it's just something that, you know, 
not really thought about or talked a lot a whole lot, but it's it's the key, you know, to success in a lot of different areas. Hmm. Well, this idea of peaking curiosity, of course, you know, I live in a world where interviews are sort of the generator of what I do in terms of content. So, and you know that. So, I love the idea of the power of the question. You take it a little bit even further, I would say, and in writing or engineering um, copy or headlines, uh, there are techniques that I know you know what they are, and I've even seen some technology tools to help those of us who are sort of drawing a blank on writing these or finding the uh, the window in to how to peaks one curiosity. I mean, there are techniques to do this, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the tools that we have on our site that touches on is a little bit of, is our headline generator. So yeah, it's that's got the one I've seen. Different, yeah. you know, strategies or you know, just ideas. So if you if you go over to copywritertoday.net and up top there's free market tools to use the headline generator and it'll just spit, it spits out 250 different ideas and it'll get you creatively thinking about kind of how to catch people's attention. Um, and like another thing that you can kind of equate it to or think about, you know, because people have been using this for years, if you think about like the old style carnivals or fairs that would come to your town, you know, everybody's probably heard of or seen or maybe even seen, you know, an old sign for that says, you know, check out the bearded lady for five cents or, you know, the half, the half man, half alligator, you know, you know, nobody's ever seen this. Like, like just the curiosity of seeing a spectacle like that um, is what, you know, made those carnivals successful and made them money. And the same approach, you know, can be used for so many different things. And we just can't help ourselves. Like, we're just curious. Like if you covered something up and put it on your kitchen table, at home and you told your kids or your wife or whoever you can't uncover that can't look under there the curiosity would kill them they would open it <laughs> um, yeah it's, it's back know, to yeah would, do not read this sign yeah it's the, the sign that says <laughs> exactly. do not read this sign or some of our political uh, figures uh, currently are certainly exercising some of these uh these techniques as well uh keeping us very curious yep. about what how they're thinking about the world and of course the future of our country but uh that's for another show uh, <laughs> Well, you know, and, and, and so so the, now is it can you take this too far? I mean, do you ever when you're engineering email marketing headlines? I mean, do you think, wow, this is just I'm really this is just way it's just going to it's just too far. Yeah, you can definitely take any technique too far, just like, um, you know, a well-trained doctor can use his knife the right way to heal us. But a crazy doctor <laughs> could stab you and kill you. Um, right, so any right. any technique can be used for for good or for evil what you have to remember is what's your motivation in using the technique are you trying to improve somebody's life and really give them a solution that's going to make a huge difference and just improve their life and their business and who they are and yeah. get their attention in any way that you can if your goal is to rip people off then you know you shouldn't be doing it and and you won't last you know nobody that's out there taking 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 will yeah. last in the long run the people that Mark, really give yeah. value you know, last yep. and, and yep. the market will speak. Exactly. Gabe yeah. Arnold. He's the, <laughs> exactly. uh, Gabe Arnold. <clears throat> Thanks again for uh, great stuff. Copywriter today.net is the website, or you can call them at triple eight dot six one eight nine one two three. Gabe, as always, uh, great to have you and we'll see you next week. Thanks David. That's our show for this week on Small Biz America. Remember, you can listen to our show archives at iTunes, on biztalkradio.com, or blogtalkradio.com. Lots of places. If you like what you hear, please send me an email. Let me know. David at smallbizamerica.com. 
if you'd like to suggest a guest, you can include that in the same email address. Have a great week in your business. We'll see you next week on Small Biz America. The opinions you hear on Biz Talk Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect those of this station, Biz Talk Radio, its management, or advertisers. The information on Biz Talk Radio does not constitute a recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or securities. Please consult a professional before investing. If you have any questions about Biz Talk Radio, contact us at 817-274-1609 or at biztalkradio.com. Biz Talk Radio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.